marriage is about serving and not being selfish. And so if you're able to, in your single years or in your engagement years, able to serve, whether it's at a church or a local ministry that you can get behind, serving in lots of different ways to, to get yourself ready for serving in marriage, because marriage is serving each other even when we're tired, even when we're hurt, even when we're you know in a bad mood. It's, it's about serving. Howdy, Pastor Mark Driscoll here with my wife. Grace. Grace, we are really honored to have you join us. Uh, for this uh, EXO Real Marriage podcast. And uh, what we're doing right now is going to be five different episodes, the course of a season, looking at what we have seen historically as the biggest mistake that uh, a person or a couple makes in each season of their relationship. And uh, sometimes the key to moving forward is going backward and dealing with something that you missed in the past. Think of it like a bow and an arrow. Uh, You look at it, you're like, well, it's going backward. No, it's going backwards so that it can then launch forward. And sometimes as we look uh, into the past, it helps us figure out why we're having problems in the present. And if we go back and fix those problems, that'll change what God has for us in the future. So the big overarching architecting concept is out of Ecclesiastes 3. And he says that life is filled with seasons. And that the key to life is figuring out what season you were in, what season you are in, and when it's time to transition into uh, the next season. So we'll cover five different seasons. Uh, The single season will be episode one. Uh, The dating engagement season will be episode two. The newly married couple will be episode three. The young family will be episode four. And the empty nester will be episode five. So we'll start with uh, the first season of life, the single years for those who are single and they're looking toward marriage and we know many of you are tuning in um, what would be the most important thing that you would say a single person needs to do before they meet their significant other and or the one big error mistake that they tend to overlook in that season yeah either the single person or if you're engaged and not married yet um, it's super important to understand we all come from imperfect families. Even the best family is imperfect. And we carry things, we carry wounds, we carry unhealth with us from our upbringing. And if we are not working through, whether it's little or big, if we're not working that through, then we carry that into all of our relationships. But as we're focusing on um, marriage relationships or future marriage relationships, it's really important that we take the time that's needed and not rush ahead in a relationship, but actually look at some of the ways that maybe we have triggers or maybe we're over emotional about something, or maybe we are suppressing something and don't even want to talk about it. Those are things that we actually need to address before we get into a marriage relationship because they will only get worse in a marriage um, because God doesn't want us to stay stuck. So your big idea would be start off before God brings your significant other, before you walk down the aisle and say, I do forever, focus on what does it mean in this season to be the healthiest version that I can be of myself? Yes. Because oftentimes what happens is, especially in those single years, we think I'm not healthy. I just need to find the right person and then they're going to fix my problems and make my life better. Mm -hmm. And if you're not healthy, all you're going to do is be dragging that lack of health into the relationship. So 
This would include financial health. Mm-hmm. You know, are you financially in a place in a position where you're being irresponsible or you're getting financially healthy? This would be physically, your your dietary choices, your lifestyle choices, your alcohol consumption, your just overall physical health. Are you doing what you can to be as healthy as possible? Um, this can include your spiritual health. Are you growing in your relationship with Jesus? And what would you say, honey, are some unique opportunities before you're in a serious romantic relationship, that you actually have more time and energy to grow spiritually than maybe at any point otherwise in your life. Yeah, I mean, definitely there's more time to serve. And I think that's one of the best places to um, mature as a believer and as a person is serving other people because as single people, we're selfish. All we have to deal with is ourself. And so marriage is about serving and not being selfish. And so if you're able to, in your single years or in your engagement years, able to serve, whether it's at a church or a local ministry that you can get behind, serving in lots of different ways to to get yourself ready for serving in marriage, because marriage is serving each other, even when we're tired, even when we're hurt, even when we're, you know, in a bad mood, it's, it's about serving. And Jesus was our example of that. He came to serve. And so really using that time and energy to serve other people. And what we've seen too, I mean, we, we planted the church, the Trinity church here in Scottsdale, you know, four and a half years ago, we're seeing a lot of young couples meet, fall in love, get engaged, get married. I think right now there's a couple of dozen young couples that are in this round of the pre-married process. Most of them met serving in ministry. Mm -hmm. You think about it, if you're trying to be the healthiest version of you that you can, you decide, you know what, I'm gonna get involved in a church, I'm gonna find some older families and couples to look up to, to learn from, to be wise counsel, mentors, just to observe. Maybe I'll go serve in the kids' ministry and see, okay, what's it like to be a parent? I'll go practice on somebody else's kids before Mm -hmm. we get our own. Uh, I'm gonna find a place to serve, whatever my gifts or my contribution might be. And then what you find is, if you're in a healthy local church and you're single and you're serving, you could look to your left, you could look to your right, you might find somebody who loves Jesus and is looking forward to marriage and is there serving. And that's sometimes the best place to meet somebody and find somebody. Uh, Not everybody's honest on social media. Not everybody's honest on a dating website, though that's not necessarily a sin. Nobody's honest on those. (laughs) That's not necessarily a sin, but sometimes you really get to know somebody by seeing them serve. Mm -hmm. How do they interact with others? What's their character? What's their integrity? What's their, uh, you know, just kind of, just who are they under, yeah, Mm -hmm. their compassion under pressure. And, um, And what would you say, honey, for those who, they've got some trauma in their life and they're single. Maybe they were abused. Maybe they went through a really bad divorce as a kid and their, their marriage, their mom and dad kind of exploded and imploded. And, uh, and maybe there's some things that they've not really talked to a pastor or a counselor. They've not really researched or studied or worked through. And they're just kind of thinking, you know, that was a painful part of my past, but I just want to, I just want to meet my significant other. I want to get married. I want to move on with my life. And, you know, I just want to get onto the future and not have to go back and relive the pain of the past. Mm-hmm. How, how can that person handle that situation in a healthy way? Yeah. I mean, sadly, those things don't magically disappear when you get married, they get magnified. And so a bad example of that would be in my life. I wasn't actually single. I was single my freshman year of high school. And after that, I dated and then (laughs) 
dated and got married. So I should have taken a break from dating and I should have healed up. Um, but I wasn't in that space in my life where I had that wisdom, unfortunately. And so I didn't do that until probably a dozen years into our marriage. And I brought a lot of pain into our marriage. So had I done that, I was in an abusive relationship for two and a half years in high school. And so I carried that into my next relationship with you. And then I carried that into our marriage. And I didn't, I just felt like somehow it would go away and heal up on its own, but it, it really didn't. And I needed to go get some help from a Christian Bible counselor to help walk me through um, healing of my soul because of the damage that had been done. And I needed to get to the root of it. I also needed to own my part in it. And I needed to repent of my sin and forgive the sin of, that someone had done against me. And until I was able to do that, I really couldn't move into a healthy space because my soul was disturbed and hurting. And so I would encourage if you have trauma of any kind in your past and you're single or you're dating, stop and just take time to really work that through and get a good base of health going so that as you walk into the relationship and make sure that the person that you are in relationship with is willing to um, understand that part of you so that they can really walk with you through that. And if they're not willing to, they're not the right person. But um, yeah, so I wish I had done that because I would have saved a lot of pain in our marriage had I dealt with those things earlier. It's almost like uh, physically you you break a bone, you go mm -hmm. into a doctor, it needs to get set mm -hmm. and then it needs to get healed and then there needs to be some physical therapy to recover. Mm -hmm. Things happen to our soul yeah. that we need to go talk to somebody and say, okay, how do I reset this so that it heals in a healthy way? And, uh, and what does it look like to uh, recover so yeah. that in the future, uh, whomever I'm going to marry gets the best version of me that I yeah. can possibly give to them. And so we love you. And some of you are single. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, some of you, uh, you're having problems in your marriage, but what we're saying is it may have started in your single years. Mm -hmm. You may have been very selfish and not serving and you've carried that into your marriage and or you weren't working on being the healthiest version of yourself. You were consumed with finding someone who was going to sort of fix your problems and make up for your deficits rather than working on some of your own stuff. And or you may have some brokenness or trauma that you brought into the marriage. Yeah. And all the marriage does is it adds some pressure to a place that's broken, which causes some pain. And that means that the person is the problem, but the thing needs to be healed. And this is our encouragement as well to those of you who are parents. We've got five kids, uh, two are married, one is in college, two are in high school. And for those who uh, are still single, which is, you know, three of our five, our encouragement to them is what does it look like to pursue health being the healthiest version uh, financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, relationally of yourself that you can be so that you're getting uh, the best version of you prepared for the future that God would have for you with someone else. So uh, next episode, we're going to get into those uh, seasons of dating and engagement, and we'll tell you what we think about dating. And uh, in the meantime, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And honey, maybe you just close in prayer. Uh, if there's anything for those who are single or for those who are engaged or married, but there were some things in their single years that really they need to go back and revisit because it's causing some pains and problems in the present. Yeah. Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to speak into these people's lives. And I pray that they would um, take the wisdom of your word and of things we're saying here and any other wise counsel around them, and that they would take time to really work on themselves and become a healthy version. Lord, when we're not healthy, we 
pick the wrong people. We do the wrong things. We cause hurt around us. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would really um, challenge and encourage the people that are listening to take the time to invest in spiritual, physical, emotional um, health and just be willing to watch the healing that you can do in those areas. We're witness to that, Lord, in our own lives. We've seen it happen constantly, your testimony in people's lives of healing them. So Lord, I just pray healing over these people and if they're in a marriage and they need to go back to some of those original years that they didn't take time to heal up, that they would not feel selfish for doing so, but that they would want to get healthy so that in their marriage they can contribute and serve in a way that honors you and we love you and are thankful for your guidance and your word as well in jesus name amen, amen.